the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. It is 3.07 on the Central Coast. It is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks again for all your support yesterday in our fundraiser for Lumina Alliance. The donations are still coming in. Just wonderful. Also, Happy Hanukkah to all our friends in the Jewish community. I hope you celebrate, and I hope that you're safe. We are with you all the way till 7 o'clock on this broadcast today. You may have read that rocker Neil Young is going to be doing a, a signing at a record store in Atascadero tomorrow. People are going to have to wait in line for hours. Steve Weiss is going to join me. Here's our question. Who would you wait in line to meet? Anybody out there? Let's talk. As promised, at 5.05, we've got the mother and the daughter who are part of the lawsuit against the San Luis Coastal School District uh, regarding sexual allegations and the cover-up by staff and administration in the school district. I think you should be listening. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, we're going to visit with Will Harris. Uh, let me introduce Will professionally. Uh, Will Harris is a California registered professional geologist, certified engineering geologist, and certified hydrogeologist with more than 30 years of practicing experience. From 2005 to 2022, he worked under contract for California State Parks. But you may also remember Will Harris as that guy, that guy who came down from Sacramento and spoke to the County Board of Supervisors and ended up getting in a dust-up with both uh, Bruce Gibson and Adam Hill. Well, uh, if that's not enough, Will Harris has also become a whistleblower, and he has some very serious concerns about what has been happening here lately. So why am I talking when Will Harris joins us? Will, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hi, Dave. Thanks very much. I'm I'm well. Um, and yes, indeed, I am back um, because... Uh, I have filed a whistleblower complaint against state parks, and it it regards uh, the San Luis Obispo County Air Pollution Control District's stipulated order of abatement against state parks uh, and and Oceano Dunes, SVRA, the State Vehicular Recreation Area. All right. Well, there's a lot to go through here, but let's start with the very basic. What does this mean that you have filed a whistleblower complaint? Explain the process. Sure thing. Um, That is with the... California State Auditor, uh, and it's an online process. Uh, you fill out, you identify who it is you have the complaint against, uh, what department they work for. It's internal within the state of California. Um, so I uh, indicated my complaint was with state parks uh, and named the director of state parks, Armando Quintero. 
So what happens now? Well, that is filed. Unfortunately, there are a lot of whistleblower complaints. And so uh, ultimately what will happen is I will be contacted and interviewed. And a lot of the details that I put into my November 27th op-ed piece, my open letter to uh, state parks in Calcos News, a lot of those details will be brought forth in my interview with the state auditor. What kind of time frame we're looking at, Will? Uh, that is hard to say. That is out of my hands. Um, but I think if I can raise greater awareness of the issue, uh, the time clock will speed up uh, and this will be addressed more quickly. That's, that's part of my intent of writing the op-ed and open letter and being on your show. All right. And we we appreciate uh, you reaching out to us. So what are you hoping to accomplish with a whistleblower complaint? What are you trying to, to accomplish here? Ultimately, Right now, there have been uh, there has been twenty five point two million dollars spent by state parks with regards to attempts to theoretically reduce particulate pollution on the Napomo Mesa, and the way they're doing that is by uh, the Air District has claimed that oh there is dust that comes off of the dunes where off highway vehicles are, and that goes to the mesa to create high particulate pollution or PM ten, and in studies I have done and studies I have involved, I've been involved with, um, we have found that the amount of dust that is in the PM10 is next to nothing uh, that would come to come from Oceano Dunes, and so the blame that state parks has been uh, given by the Air District is incorrect, and that means that the 25.2 million dollars has been for nothing. And sadly, that money is still, there's still plenty of money uh, that is being spent at present. So it's ongoing. Right. I'm just trying to understand, though, what is it that the auditor can do? Uh, the auditor, the audit, what, what I hope is that the pressure is that they would, the state parks, the, the reason I have filed this complaint ultimately is because state parks is not standing up for itself. If, uh, they had followed the the history of this and the technical aspects of this and uh, recognized that there is no dust issue with regard to their with regard to the particular pollution coming to the mesa that state parks and ocean dunes is not responsible for it they would step away from the air district and this arrangement that causes them to pay out the 25.2 million dollars but they are not doing that. So my intent is that with the pressure of the whistleblower complaints, they would be forced to get away from that arrangement with and, the Air District. And historically, what kind of success have whistleblowers have in California? That I do not know. That's that's uh, this, this, the, the filing the whistleblower complaint for me is a new process. So right. I'm, I'm definitely not an expert at it. It just is something that uh, I am using to raise greater awareness of what has amounted to a, a very uh, a gross amount of, of, of just a, a waste of, a waste of public's, public's money. Right. Um, and, and, and the issue is complex, and it's a long story. Um, 
And so I've spent a good amount of time trying to break it down in simple terms, and that's uh, why I prepared the open letter in the CalCoast News article. Right, and as well as pointing out, you can go to calcoastnews.com and you can read Will Harris's opinion piece. It's online there. So let me rephrase that last question, though. Was there any hesitancy on your part to file the whistleblower complaint? No, uh, no hesitant, no hesitancy at all. I, in fact, I file it because I have been complaining for the last year about this ever since uh, uh, the state parks made it plain that they were going to continue to cooperate with the Air District. Um, and so I filed this uh, in part to provide protection for myself from my own, I'm still employed with the state of California. So I wanted to make sure that my own employment was protected. Well, I was going to go there next. What is your current status? Because you mentioned the op-ed piece, your contract had ended abruptly in December 2021. But prior to that incident, what was your job, Will? So uh, as as you read, I had worked under contract as a, as a geologist providing professional services to state parks um, for the better part of 17 years that was within another state agency and one thing i i will refrain from stating is is what that agency is because i'm just being cautious about that because there have been previous repercussions for my employment but um uh what i did under under contract with state parks was primarily my work was involved with oceano dunes and looking at the geological processes um, that possibly would generate uh, particulate pollution downwind on the Mesa. So I worked very closely um, with the Air District and with the other environmental scientists there to understand the issue. Um, and some of your listeners may also remember uh, Dr. Lynn Russell from the Scripps right. Institution of Oceanography. We'll get there. Um, yeah, I get. I promise we're going to talk a lot about Dr. Russell. Uh, Will okay. Harris is on this broadcast. So uh, what happened in December 2021? So, it did, so I was notified at that point in time that my contract was going to end, that the interagency contract that I had with state parks um, was going to end. Um, and so what is your official status now? You said you're a state employee. So what happened to me at this point is, uh, so most all of my work was under an interagency contract. And so I reverted back to the agency I worked for. Um, and now I'm in a different program than what I was doing previously. All right, fair enough. So... Uh, You've been doing this a long time. Did you start the work down here with any preconceived notions? Are you a man with a political agenda? Or is this you came down and you did your job, and over the course of your research, you reached certain conclusions which ran contrary to the status quo? Definitely the latter part. I, I had no axe to grind, uh, either pro or con, against off-highway vehicle recreation. Um, I was simply trying to do best by state parks uh, and looking at the issue, the, the slow APCD or the uh, Air District um, had a study that they had done and they said, oh, it looks like we, uh, we, we it looks like the off-highway vehicle park is causing the high particulate on the Napoma Mesa. So as we started to look into that more and more, we recognized that that was not the case, that there was a, a lot of 
falsehoods in claims that were made by the Air District. And it just continued from beginning in 2010 uh, until 2023. All right. We're spending this opening hour with geologist Will Harris, who now just became a whistleblower, expressing his concerns about what's been happening in uh, South County. We have a lot to cover. Your phone calls still to come. I'm Dave Congleton. This is AM 920 FM 96.5 News Talk KVEC. Thanks for joining us on Hometown Radio. Tomorrow, uh, Gary J. Freiberg joins us for Pi. Steve Reebok has co-authored a brand new book about the history of abalone farming on the Central Coast. And uh, what about Kevin McCarthy? Hmm, what's up with him? It is a Dave Congleton show, weekday afternoons from 3 to 7, right here on KVEC. We are back with whistleblower and geologist Will Harris and, uh, Will, as we continue with you, a question coming in on the uh, text line. I'm a resident of the five cities, and I've seen the brown dust cloud over Oceano Dunes many times. Uh, can your guest explain what he thinks forms the brown cloud hanging over the dunes? What can you say, Will? Uh, thanks, Dave. Uh, so, first of all, that uh, phenomenon is a, 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 com- it's a, a, it's a, a combination of several things including a reflection of the landscape. There's moisture in the air that comes over the landscape, and so it reflects the landscape underneath it. So there is sand beneath it, so it's going to take on the color of that sand, so it looks like dust. If you look at that same particulate, that same moisture that's coming in, and it's over the ocean, you will actually, you will actually, actually see it as gray or blue. But... It's also an important point here is that there's, there are definitely emissions that come off of the dunes. Now, the amount of dust that actually comes off the dunes and ends up on the mesa, we will get to. But um, it's a really important point that the air district has said, oh, they have acknowledged there are natural emissions from the dunes. What we are trying to regulate is what is in excess of natural conditions. In other words, the air district is saying that there is an, an extra amount of emissions that comes off the dunes, not because of the vehicles riding on the dunes, but just because the vehicles disturb the dunes. Now, trying to determine that, they've been trying to determine that for 14 years, and they still do not know what that quote-unquote extra amount of emissions is. And so that's really the issue here. It's like they've been... But they've made an accusation 14 years ago, and still they haven't been able to nail down what that extra amount is. And in the meantime, $25.2 million has been spent. Towards what agenda? I mean, I'm not a man of science, so I have to defer to you. But if you're right and they're wrong, but they persist in wasting millions of dollars, why? Well, it... In terms of uh, the motivations that uh, the Air District or representatives in the county may have, there are several. And for me to to detail what those might be would be conjecture. But I will state a few that 
I think might be reasonable to consider. One is that state parks, if state parks became a quote-unquote uh, entity of just a mission in, in, ter- in the eyes of the Air District, that would mean a significant amount of money that would go to the Air District annually, akin to what, would, what uh, say, Diablo Canyon pays out to the Air District annually. Uh, so that's one motivator. Uh, the other motivator is that people simply just don't like, there's people, some people, I shouldn't say, I should say some people in the county um, that just don't like the park itself. They don't like the idea of the vehicles out there. And so they're coming up with some way somehow saying, well, it's something we don't want because it's unhealthy. Now, in terms of going and going back to my my position, I don't have one position for or against the park. All I want is to make sure that science is used in, a, in an objective way. And if they don't want the park, they should just say so. But if they're going to say it's causing health issues, then that's simply wrong. Um, and so that's so. Those are two motivations that I see that are possible explanations as, as to why this is this has gone down this way. Well, fair enough. So, speaking of science and research, now let's talk about uh, Dr. Lynn Russell. Who exactly is she? She's been on this show, but remind our listeners, please. Will sure thing. Uh, Dr. Lynn Russell is a uh, professor of atmospheric chemistry from the Scripps Institution of Oceanography. Uh, and uh, most of her work regards looking at uh, particulate pollution that is in the suspended in the air from different sources. And so she, in terms of uh, her expertise and what the research she did here to look at the dust content of PM10 on the Mesa, it was right in her uh, right in her wheelhouse in terms of her expertise. Well, I just, I'm sure you've seen the uh comments on your opinion piece but here's one uh, somebody wrote in response to your opinion piece um, Mr. Harris's bold accusations and defense of esteemed scientists from Scripps who was 100% funded by the pro-writing faction is that true? Is that where the money came from? Uh, well it came from state parks it was a contract that actually I initiated on behalf of state parks, uh, and in terms of you know any agenda, that's that doesn't make any sense because uh, Dr. Russell is a is a scientist, and and her uh, you know her credibility depends on presenting the science in a factual way. Uh, so uh, it, and, yeah, so the, it, so the commenter is wrong. The the study oh, wasn't absolutely. funded by any kind of pro writing group. It was funded no, by the no. state. Okay. That's correct. All right. Let me uh, pause here. We've got California headline news and ABC radio news. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. Then we will continue our conversation with geologist slash whistleblower Will Harris. You can go to calcoastnews.com. As Will indicated, his opinion piece was posted on November 27th. It's called Blowing the Whistle on State Parks. We're live, we're local. You're listening to Hometown Radio for Thursday afternoon. We'll be back.
Steve Weiss uh, checks in with us at uh, 4.05. Uh, next Tuesday, Annie Lorenzen is uh, back with us. Let's uh, talk about this editorial in the Tribune uh, about gender-neutral toys. It's going to be uh, required uh, starting January 1st. Annie has a few reactions to that. I bet you too, too. It is a Dave Congleton show, your hometown radio talk show. We are back with our guest uh, geologist, Will Harris, who recently filed a whistleblower complaint concerned by the millions of dollars that he believes that state parks is wasting. By the way, this is your money on this whole dust issue in the Oceano Dunes. And uh, if you want in on the conversation, you want to text in, always good to hear from you, 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Before the news break, Will, we were talking about the important study by Dr. Lynn Russell from the Scripps Institute. By, by the way, is that available online? Can anyone see that study? Yes, absolutely. Available online. Um, if you go to my opinion piece, there's a link uh, to see that. Uh, online, I, I, the URL would be too lengthy for me to articulate. Yeah, no, they'll they'll find it. All right. So uh, again, for the layperson, what's the most important thing we pull out of the Russell Scripps study? Sure thing. Um, so the accusation is that there is dust in the PM10. That the PM10 itself is dust from the dunes. So our simple investigation was to look at the PM10 on the mesa in worst-case scenario conditions um, and find out, okay, what is actually in the PM10? And as I said, that's really Lynn Russell's specialty. And so we looked at that. We sampled particulate up on the mesa for three years, uh, and we did it in the windy time of the year, in the spring, uh, in the afternoon, when it was especially windy and PM10 was high. And overall, what we found, on average, the PM10 contained only 14% dust. It was only 14% dust. So with the air district claiming that the the PM10 is dust from the dunes, this clearly indicated that with 14% that OHV and uh, Oceano Dunes and State Parks was not responsible for the high PM10 on the Mesa. And it indicated that the air district really has not understood the complexity of the air quality issues on the Napoma Mesa. Do you have any sense how many times this has been studied? Well, you know, initially I got involved with this really going all the way back to 2008. Um, And so at least, well, and the initial investigation by the Air District began in 2004. So it's been a, a long time, 20 years now. Well, yeah, no, but I'm just trying to f- figure out, again, as the layperson, say, for example, there are six studies, and if five say one thing, and then there's one that says something else, how do I decide which one is valid, again, as a layperson? Oh, that, that's great. That's great. Look at the initial investigation, or look at the initial accusation by the Air District. Their claim has been that it's dust from the dunes. They never, ever look at the content of the PM10, the particulate on the mesa, to determine how much dust, that is bits of rock and soil that theoretically would come from sand, they never ever looked at that content to determine how much dust was in the PM10 in all of those years, in all of those studies. That's when we came along, Dr. Russell and myself, and we did sample it and looked at the the dust content, and we thought, wow, that's that's really remarkable 
And that means that the Air District has been wrong all these years. And so, of course, there's going to be pushback because that means they're, it, they've been wrong for all these years. And, and state parks should be, uh, getting, should be getting out of any kind of regulatory arrangement from the Air District because of our findings. So how did state parks uh, react to Dr. Russell's study? Uh, that, that's very interesting, and that's one reason. That is the reason I'm filing the whistleblower uh, uh, report. Internally, I was presenting this information to state parks, and I said, "Guys, this 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 is the deal. This is it. We we can get away from this accusation. We have everything we need to say. Sorry, you guys are wrong. We're going to walk away." And I was just pushed aside and pushed aside and pushed aside internally. Uh, kept out of meeting after meeting after meeting until ultimately uh, in December of 2021, they just said, well, we don't need you anymore. Hmm. Let's take a call. We've got Mark in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Mark. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, Mark. Uh, you know, we monitor uh, the air quality in Syria from a satellite uh, with one, you know, and it's very simple. The Air Resources Board started out with one person, and now it's a, a multi, multi-million dollar agency and I just wonder if, if is it possible this is an agency that needs a cause that just continues building uh, the size of it. And I think the average salary, there's like 100 to 150, uh, 150 apiece. Um, and they built this up into quite a uh, dynasty here. Well, is there any opinion on that, that um, um, they have to, if they don't have a reason, they have to, they need a reason to exist? Interesting question. What's the answer, Will? Well, the, they do have an interesting question in that they have had uh, these monitors, these air quality monitors on the Mesa that were put there originally because of the ConocoPhillips refinery. And they did find that, oh, we have high particulate readings in our monitors that we did not anticipate. And so they were left and they recognized that that, 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 that was not from the refinery. And so they recognized there was something going on. And so that was legitimate, that they should look into that. And they did. And that was a good thing. Um, but they stopped when they thought, okay, we have a smoking gun here. I think it's state, or they said, we think it's state parks. And so that's what we're going to go with. And we're going to start regulating state parks. They never went into the detail to really, truly understand this. And as I said, they never, ever looked at the dust content. They just said, oh, it is dust from Oceano Dunes. That's causing high PM10. Hmm. And then we found they were wrong. Mark, what else do you want to say? Well, I just know that in the 20s, they buried an entire movie set there because that area was all sand and the wind's been blowing there since the 1920s. So I just find it interesting that this, um, this, this organization or the Air Resource Board uh, it needs to fight it on, on every level because it gives them a cause to exist. Great show. Thank you. Mark, thanks for participating. Any comment on that, Will? Um, yeah, the, 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 uh, just that the dunes have been here for uh, roughly a couple million years. There's always been plenty of sand offshore. There's always been plenty of wind in that time. Uh, and so you, you, you're just not going to stop it. it it's, this isn't a new phenomenon. 805-543-8830 if you want to join in the conversation with Will Harris. On the text line, a listener is asking, were any of these air studies of the Oceano Dunes done during a holiday afternoon such as Labor Day, Memorial Day, or Fourth of July 
when off-road activity is highest? And would that be a factor? Great question. Now, initially, the Air District, back in a, in a study they did in 2010, they said, oh, we see a correlation between uh, high PM10 and OHV, off-highway vehicle activity. However, when, the when they finally released the, the statistics of that, that conclusion was completely incorrect. The only correlation that uh, coincides with high PM10 on the Mesa is when the winds blow uh, more than 14 or 15 miles per hour, as measured on the Mesa, from the northwest, over the dunes to the northwest, uh, and in, onto the Mesa. That's the only correlation. There is no correlation between OHV activity and uh, high PM10 on the Mesa. Also on the text line, uh, particula particulates have been blowing across the Mesa for 10,000 years. This is a no-brainer to expand the Air Pollution Control District. Uh, so my comment would be, I, I just there is a what what has happened is there is a stipulated order of abatement that was imposed on state parks. State parks simply went along with it and said, okay, I guess we we're stuck. We're, we we got to do this. Um, what I would propose is disband the stipulated order of abatement because that's the thing that's causing this expenditure of twenty five point two million dollars in county. Hmm. All right. So at this point, we should remind folks about Larry Allen. Who was Larry Allen? I mean, he's he's obviously alive, but retired. What was his role in all this? Well, this is really interesting because his name came up at the most recent San Luis Obispo Air Pollution County uh, Air District board meeting. Um, Larry Allen was a former director of the, uh, the San Luis Obispo County Air Pollution Control District, and he's the one who initiated the study that made and, and ultimately pushed the study that made the accusation that state parks and Oceana Dunes is responsible for the high PM10 on the Mesa. After that, he, he authored the what's called Rule 1001, also known as the Dust Rule, which was a regulatory framework to impose fines against state parks for perceived violations of particulate pollution levels on the Mesa. Um, and then he was the one who implemented or initiated this, the uh, process of having a stipulated order of abatement imposed against state parks in Oceana Dunes before he retired in 2017. So, in other words, he has been uh, integrally uh, involved, uh, deeply involved in making this accusation against state parks, really the person that started it all. Um, and the reason I say it's interesting that his name came up recently is because he, as a retired person and a member of the public, he wanted to get on the board that oversees the stipulated order of abatement. That's called the Air District Hearing Board. And he would be a member of the public on that board. And so he applied to be on that position to be in that position. But uh, he realized late in the game, late in the date, um, that it, if he were to be on the board, that would present a conflict of interest and a significant liability for the county. And so he withdrew his application less than 24 hours before the board, the regular board of the APCD met to consider his application. Isn't that interesting? Here's Eric on KVEC. Hi, Eric. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, I've been kind of keeping track of this, and I've heard a few presentations on it, but I've sit on a lot of land use committees, and we you put a lot of... Uh, emphasis on the EIRs and what I've seen with this EI with the different EIRs over the years is things seemingly were made up and I don't understand 
how the company that made them up, the person doing the ER, there's no repercussions and what it does to the EIR if you can't trust it. I mean, in regards to silica content coming over, et cetera, it seems like they made assumptions, but there was no science in some of these old EIRs. I, I just don't, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I just wonder how can you actually do that and how come there be no repercussions for making things up? Fair question. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Um, you mentioned the silica uh, scare. I, I've called it the silica scare, and it's legitimate. Um, uh, the Air District, again, Larry Allen, Larry Allen promoted this. They reasoned that, oh, the sand is made of bits of quartz, and if the dust is coming from the sand, that means that there is silica in the particulate that's up on the mesa. And so that means that the Mesa uh, PM10, the particulate, is not just simply dust. It's something that's a lot more toxic, something that can cause cancer. And that really raised a lot of concern uh, uh, in the community and with agencies and accusations against state parks. But it wasn't until I actually sampled the PM10 and found that there was no silica in the PM10. There was no hazard whatsoever related to silica and that the sand is actually mo- composed mostly of the mineral feldspar, which is not a crystalline silica, mel- uh, not a crystal, not a crystalline silica mineral. In other words, they simply made up the silica thing. And the sad thing is, they finally admitted after 10 years of making these accusations about silica in the PM10, in 2019, they finally admitted that there is no silica in the particulate on the mesa. But they never did apologize to the community or to state parks for the false accusation. And so, again, yeah. this, is, this just piles on in terms of why I'm filing a whistleblower complaint, because state parks never even objected either. They, they should have received a, an apology, if not outright settlement money. What else, Eric? Yeah, I've just, over the years, I've seen uh, the Air Resource Board get involved in a few things, and it's usually not them reaching out. They're Usually they're getting a complaint from somebody. But um, there is a little bit of abuse of power, I believe, and abuse in reporting on that. And uh, it's just unfortunate when people kind of make things up and, uh, you know, people have to spend millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it may be to fight off kind of made-up accusations that their resource board kind of jumps on. And it's our money. Eric, thanks for checking in. 805-543-8830-800-549-5832 for Will Harris. Uh, geologist and now whistleblower. Uh, we have Rick in Baywood. Hey, Rick. Hey, Dave. Hey, hey Will. Hi. I don't really have a question. I have a comment. Um, I've been saying this for 20 years, that this, this whole thing is wrong, and only 5 or 10% of the dust on the Mesa comes from the dunes. And I feel personally vindicated listening to your show right now. I just want to thank you for for vindicating my opinion for the last 20 years. Well, That's it. Just wanted to put my two cents in. Well, hang on. Let's get a response. Will, should he feel vindicated? Uh, yes, absolutely. He should feel vindicated. He's, he's, he's absolutely correct. It's, it's really an important point that if the measure of PM10, uh, or excuse me, of dust uh, on the PM10 on the Mesa is only 14%, that's a regional measure. So that means something less than 14% of the PM10 is dust that comes from Oceano Dunes. And if you remember early in the show, I said that the Air District is trying to regulate that amount of extra emissions that comes from dunes disturbed by off-highway vehicle recreation. That's a number they still don't know what that is. 
They've been trying for 14 years to figure that out. So that means the 14% dust findings, is, it really indicates that OHV recreation at Ocean Dunes has nothing to do with the PM10 on the Mesa in terms of dust content. So you can feel, you can feel vindicated, Rick. I'll tell my yes. wife I was right today. <laughs> well, mark the day. All right, thank you. Here is Diane on KVEC. Hi, Diane. Hi, Dave. We're Hi, back Dan. in town for a couple of months. Welcome back. And I just was listening to your program, and I know that Newsom is now struggling with a $68 billion government deficit. Yes. And uh, he's going to be making some big cuts, and some of the things are in schools. And I'm wondering, in lieu of schools, and to save face, rather than your whistleblower cause a lot of problems, why doesn't he bring it to Newsom's attention to just delete and get rid of those uh, off- those offices that are doing this wasteful spending? That's a legitimate question. What about that, Will? Well, if, if I had uh, Gavin Newsom's cell phone number, I'd call him up right now. Unfortunately, I don't. I bet you um, could find it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, but I do actually, uh, uh, I do have, uh, uh, I would like if Dave, I could give out numbers for people to call in uh, to the to the government uh, to make their complaints about this. I would appreciate that, that opportunity. Do one number. Let's keep it simple. Okay. Uh, this is the uh, the Natural Resources Agency of, of uh, California. This is Wade Crowfoot, who is the Secretary of Natural Resources. His phone number is 916 916- Six five three, five six five six. Nine one six six five three five six five six. Correct. Uh, That's Wade Crowfoot, the Secretary of Natural Resources. That oversee that he oversees state parks. Right. Um, so, Diane, complaints. Diane, anything else you want to say? No, I'm. This is above my pay grade, so yeah. I just, <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, good to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. Uh, we'll be back. Let's squeeze another call for Will Harris. We've got Michael in Paso on KVEC. Hi, Michael. How you doing, Dave? Good, Long Michael. time no here. Nice to hear from you. I just want to say, you know, it's really annoying about this uh, thing out at the Oceana Dunes and that. You know, there, there, there's this that if they want to stop. The, the ground or the, or the sand or whatever, the particulates from moving around, why don't they ask God to stop the wind from blowing? Because the wind blows out there a lot. And that's what creates the issue. The, those dunes have been moving around for probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. And to, to, to hear them, you know, say that some dune buggies or whatever, they ought to be focusing on safety out there because more people die from safety out there than anything else, you know, ensuring that people are being safe out there when they drive their doom buggies. But to suggest that that is the reason why and destroying an entire industry out there is just, it's so annoying to listen to this because I've heard this for years and years and years. And it's really sad. Can you imagine how Will Harris must feel? Will, what do you say to Michael's point? Uh, yeah, it, it is very frustrating. Um, I will say that this park was set aside originally 1,500 acres, and it's amazing. For 10 bucks a night, you can stay on the coast in your 
tent or your camper van, it's an incredible uh, opportunity for affordable coastal access. And love it or hate it, it is. it's and there. It, but now, sorry, it, go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's so bad that people who are out of touch—I don't know what their problem is. These folks are family. You know, they come, they bring their families, they enjoy a weekend, they they encourage the economy, they they bring a lot of resources there. Why does somebody want to destroy that? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I'm glad you called, Michael. Thank you very much. Although, I guess my only point on this, Will, is if it's only $10 a night, and Diane just called in and uh, reminded us of our budget deficit, why can't we double that and make it 20 bucks a night? We can bring in some money that way. Well, sure, that would be that's it's still quite affordable. In fact, it'd be less, you know, in terms of, of parking. But I, I did want to hit on something that uh, Michael mentioned. Um, you know, I said it was fifteen hundred acres. Now it's down to seven hundred acres. And he mentioned safety. The, the seven hundred acres is because there's various projects that have been put in by the air district uh, for vegetation, plastic fences, and hay bales. And that has really broken up the dunes and created a, a much more hazardous environment for the off-highway vehicle recreation. Um, and so it's, it, it really has impeded, uh, a, you know, a proper functioning park. All right. So if I call 916-653-5656, what's my message? What do I say to the person who answers? Most basically, uh, you're going to say to the Secretary of Natural Resources, State Parks needs to get out of the stipulated order of abatement process. It is a sham, and it is a waste of public money, uh, $25.2 million and counting. Uh, and if they need to find out more details on that, they can go to my opinion piece in CalCoast News on November 27, um, or they can reach out to me on Facebook uh, with a messenger, a messenger or, or Instagram messenger. Um, I'd be happy to, answer, to help uh, with any uh, questions. Or just reach out to me, and I'll connect you to Well, When's the last time you heard from Bruce Gibson? Um, I saw Bruce Gibson at the November 29 uh, Air Pollution Control District meeting. I don't think he was very happy um, because that was the second time one of his uh, people that he wanted to put onto the hearing board was uh, they, they, that that opportunity was denied him. So I don't think he was too happy. Uh, Will Harris, uh, we appreciate the time, appreciate the perspective. Please keep us posted. I got 30 seconds for a final thought. Uh, final thought is, uh, first, thank you, Dave. This is a complex story. I appreciate everyone's patience and my getting the word out. The bottom line is the accusation is that Parks and Ocean Dunes is causing dust to create PM10 on the Mesa, and the Air District accusation of that is wrong. Yeah. That has been $25 million that has been spent. We need to get out of that to stop spending this ridiculous amount of money and to put the Air District back in line. Who plays you in the TV movie? Oh, I'm, I'm taking all offers. <laughs> okay. All right, Well, Take thank it. you. Appreciate it. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. Steve Weiss is in the house. Who would you wait in line for hours to meet? That's the question we pursue. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.